Today, we're talking with John Dragoon from Novell and Dr. Michael McGinn, author of Effective Teamwork and Making Teams Work, about the issue of compatibility in the workplace. John is a senior vice president and chief marketing officer of Novell, a global software infrastructure company. Dr. McGinn has over 25 years of experience as a management consultant, training and coaching executive teams. He is the author of Effective Teamwork, Managing and Changing Times, and Making Teams Work. So, gentlemen, to kick it off, these are not ordinary times. Businesses are operating today in what many people are calling the Great Recession. So let's talk about the problem. How do businesses compete today, let alone act as collaborative organizations? Yeah, I think what we see out there is two reactions to the crisis we're dealing with. One is the cut and close reaction where people are basically shutting down, hunkering down, trying to gain whatever efficiencies they can. And paradoxically, there are folks out there in this time that look at this as a time of openness and opportunity to say, how can we use this time to come back when it does come back with something new, a new way of doing things, a new business model, new products, a new us? Can you talk about companies in that second category? What are the kinds of things they're doing as it relates to teamwork and collaboration? I think people are taking the concept of innovation a lot more seriously now than they have in the past. And what smart companies are doing is they are pressing down the responsibility to innovate way down the line and getting people who are in the organization to generate ideas together to find new themes that they can work with. In fact, there's some interesting concepts about reaching outside the organization for ideas as well as kind of harvesting the ideas that are that are generated within the organization. So John Chambers at Cisco talks a lot about innovation, but also talks about the false choice between innovation and operational efficiency, that you really need both, particularly in today's climate. John, I'm wondering if you couldn't talk about that. Uh, How are companies looking at IT today as a source of new efficiency or even new creativity? Yeah, I actually agree that it's a, a false choice. I actually think technology is an enabler to this, right? So uh, I also agree with Dr. McGinn's perspective that uh, there are two perspectives on this recession, those who hunker down and those who view it as an opportunity. We've fallen to the latter category. We actually think that this is a catalyst for change, for experimentation, uh, to be bold, and to be bold particularly in the areas of collaboration and the use of technologies to enable that collaboration uh, that he referenced. So uh, for those who are willing to experiment both within their enterprises, as he pointed out, and outside their enterprises, uh, I think they'll find quite a bit of return in that experimentation. Well, Sonovell is a big player in uh, the Linux market, uh, and Linux is, is maybe the best example we have about collaboration that extends outside of uh, any one company's workplace. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what your involvement in the Linux category has taught you about uh, collaboration in this new sense? Yeah, I think it's an excellent metaphor and analogy, frankly, for the collaboration we're talking about. That innovation, uh, historically, uh, most companies thought that that was an accountability that had to be generated within their own four walls. And what we've learned from the open source model in particular is that you generate a much better, a more richer uh, set of collaboration technologies and solutions when you involve not only your own employees, but frankly, uh, those outside of your four walls as well. And Mike, from your perspective, what are a couple of principles to follow in the workplace in order to build effective teams? 
There are lots, but three that are central and very powerful. The concept of a clear, common goal that everybody understands and believes in is central. I'm talking about pragmatic, measurable goals that drive a team, like this week we are going to produce a spec that's going to go to the client by Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. So we have tangible, measurable goals that people can be energized by. The other principle is that conflict is okay. When you realize that the value of differences enriches the problem-solving approach, then you can get to the root of problems quicker and easier. The other is this notion about mutuality. When you're a team member, there's a sense of interconnectedness and responsibility to the team. It's a different feeling than just being an individual player coming into the playing field. How do companies that are dealing with some fundamental problems around their IT infrastructure, how do they fully engage those trends? There's a uh, quote that I like from Rudy Puryear at, at Bain who talks about the accelerating complexity of IT infrastructure and how it's starting to act like reinforced concrete for companies. So not just not enabling these kinds of trends, but in, in fact, standing in the way. Uh, so can you talk about how Novell helps companies through that kind of reinforced concrete? Yeah, I think our metaphor for this is uh, that we believe you ought to help companies leverage and extend their IT investments versus make choices over one over the other, right? So for us, that's a whole notion around interoperability being one of the most important tenets of, of IT. And for us, it's not just a technical metaphor, but it's a human metaphor as well. Not only how do you make systems work well together, but how do you make people work well together as well? And so those that metaphor of, of interoperability is sort of the, the blue thread in the oriental carpet, if you will, that, that uh, is common to everything we try to do relative to technology. So uh, interoperability... Uh what are you talking about there? Is, uh, there's a general term, there's a general meaning of it, but also more specifically, uh, what are the uh, interoperability struggles specifically that a lot of your clients face? Well, let's say that the tools of yesterday, uh, email, calendaring, contacts, uh, they were sufficient for one type of collaboration. Uh, and I would suggest more top-down driven collaboration, more interrupt driven collaboration. You have a whole new set of tools that need to interoperate with those tools, uh, be they social networking sites, uh, the, the Twitters, the Facebooks, um, all those type of things. You need to be able to integrate those into your environment so that you can tap not only the intra-enterprise collaboration and teaming we're trying to create, but the inter-enterprise collaboration as well. And so that's an example of the interoperability I'm talking about. And uh, I'd also imagine it touches on the what used to be religious wars in some companies between Linux and Microsoft. And uh, I think it'd be useful for you to comment on that and how your company has helped try to get past some of those wars. Yeah, we, we find that most uh, people who use technologies are agnostic in terms of their development model or, or whether they're open source or proprietary. They just want them to work and they want them to work well together. So our emphasis is not on one model over the other. It's on delivering the end result that most companies are, are focused on. And so to us, that means a commitment to interoperability, right, and to having technology be that enabler and not having to make choices over technologies that, frankly, ought to be uh, transparent uh, to the end result you're trying to create. So uh, interoperability is an important theme. Uh, it feels very connected, Mike, to this idea of mutuality on teams. So again, we have uh, the human side and the technology side coming together. I'd love to get your perspective on how do you effectively build teams, try to create that sense of human interoperability 
given some of the changes that John's talked about? Well, it's not easy. I think uh, when we're dealing with um, communicating through technology, we lose the dimensionality of the face-to-face. We lose the nuanced look. We lose some language, too. So we have to be really, really good at communicating. We really have to work hard at being deliberately clear and covering all our bases when we're using this new technology. It's one of the things that I notice about really effective teams. They overdo the process part, the team part. They really pay a lot of attention to clarity of what this meeting is all about, why we're having this meeting, how long it's going to last, what your expectations are. So everything is dialed up, and we essentially are using the best use of the technology to run our team. John, I'd be curious if you could comment on what's coming down the road, what sort of technology innovations are coming down the road, either from within Novell or that you see out in the market, that are going to enable new forms of collaboration? Well, I think what's coming down the road uh, for us is a way to allow people to collaborate um, in the form and fashion that they, they're used to. And we're taking a lot of this design from the up-and-coming generation, who frankly doesn't use a lot of email, send a lot of attachments. Uh, they're very used to a whole different form of communication, you know, text messaging, wikis, uh, Facebooks, emails, social media. And so our technical approach to that is to uh, create a paradigm where we can encourage the viral adoption of, of those communication and collaboration techniques. As I said before, to embrace the social and bring it into the enterprise model. One of the ways to do that, Mike, uh, that we're looking into is to personalize the collaboration platform, to make it almost identity aware, so that when you create your workspace, it knows who you are, what roles you are, what teams you're part of, and so that it presents an environment in the collaboration platform uh, that is specific to your identity, your roles, the policies that are part of your company. Novell's position is making IT work as one. John, what does that mean to you in layperson's terms? Sure. Uh, To me, that's both a technical and a human metaphor. Uh, That's an acknowledgement that it's a mixed world out there, Uh, cross-platform, lots of different people, lots of different perspectives. And rather than embrace an either-or point of view, uh, embrace a point of view that says, wouldn't it be better to leverage and extend what you already know and to make it work better? So for us, it's not only making technologies work together independent of platform or application choice, but as I said before, people working together as well. Mike, making IT work as one, how does that speak to you? What does that say to you? I think the concept is the appropriate use of the tool so the team who's using it doesn't see it. It becomes transparent. They don't really know all the stuff that's going on behind the wires. And they find a sense of value and facility in getting their job done. And it's easy. And it's something they kind of fall into, if you will. And that's working as one. 